Hey, this is Mariela from The Functional Company. Uh, today I want to talk, get into the stomach, how it works, what can go wrong with it, and then some very simple remedies that I have found to be very useful, uh, things that we can have in our household or we can purchase, simple remedies that can help stomach function. So just to get right into it, so stomach is a very acidic organ, very acidic. So on the pH scale, scale uh, we have the pH scale, which is 1 to 14. And seven is neutral, one is very, very acidic, and 14 is very basic, which is completely opposite of acidic. And the stomach has a pH of anywhere from one to three. It's a very acidic organ. And it has to be that way because it's a very, uh, it's exposed, right, to all of the things that we eat and things that can come into our digestive tract. So it's got to have really strong fighting mechanism to kill all the bacteria, viruses, pathogens that might enter through our food supply. So uh, the, the acidity helps to break down these pathogens and make sure that that stuff doesn't go into the lower digestive tract and cause more problems. In addition to that, the acidity of the stomach helps to break down food properly. And so in that breakdown, we're able to absorb nutrients from food. If it doesn't break food down correctly because you don't have enough stomach acid, then uh, you can have a problem uh, where you're literally not getting as many nutrients as you could. So like I said, the, the organ should be very acidic and the other function or reason for the acidity is that it actually sends a signal to the upper sphincter to close whenever there's enough acid in the stomach. So you eat food, your stomach produces acid to break all that stuff down and that sends a signal to the sphincter, the upper sphincter to close. And then that prevents the stomach acid from actually shooting up into your esophagus. And actually, it's a very different uh, viewpoint from uh, what Western medicine conceives to be uh, like the, the reason for acid reflux. So uh, they think it's more like a high acid reason. There's too much acid in the stomach and what we need to do is shut it off. But there's a problem with that. You shut off the stomach acid function and you're basically shutting off your, one of your biggest defenses against pathogens. So you're more susceptible to bacteria, viruses, etc. And it's also much harder to actually break food down and absorb and assimilate nutrients. <clears throat> In fact, some of, these, uh, some of these medications have as a side effect something, uh, things like osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a, uh, where you don't have enough uh, calcium bone density and uh, it, obviously your, your bones are more susceptible to be broken. And why would that be? Why would uh, stomach acid suppressing medications cause or create a side effect of uh, osteopenia or osteoporosis well the reason for that is that you're not able to break down the food and absorb things like calcium magnesium these minerals and assimilate them and get them all the way into the bones because of the weakness of the stomach and the fact that we're shutting off stomach acid to try and prevent the acid reflux so that's got a different consequence and a much a more workable remedy would be to actually add more acid to the stomach, which I know seems kind of contra con contrary to what we think we need, because when you experience acid reflux, you're not really thinking putting more acid in the stomach is actually going to do good. But actually, when you stimulate that stomach acid, you're stimulating more production of stomach acid, then you get that signal to the sphincter and boom, it shuts, and then that prevents the seeping of the stomach acid up into the esophagus. The only exception to that would be like if you already know you have a stomach ulcer 
And in those cases, you actually have to handle the stomach ulcer before you stimulate more acidity of the stomach. But in the great majority of people, they actually have a problem with not enough acid. And so what happens is stomach gets very weak and it's, it doesn't break down nutrients. Food has to sit there for a long time in order to actually break down longer than usual. People get bloated, they get tired because all the energy goes to the digestive tract to, uh, to try and break this food down. And then uh, you get, you don't, the sphincter doesn't close. So then the, this, the acid actually starts to seep up into the esophagus and that causes, uh, you know, the acid reflux. So, you know, that's one thing we want to know is that we really want to maintain the organ function. We want to be able to break uh, down nutrients correctly. And actually, as we age, the acidity of the stomach reduces. There are a few things that basically bring down stomach acid. And that one of them is the fact that we're aging. So, and you kind of can see this, that older, the older you get, the less, this is, I've seen this from a lot of people, the older they get, the less they want to eat things like red meat and just kind of meats that are harder to break down. It's like you naturally are just like, nah, I don't want that. And so you stay away from it, but you don't really think like, wow, actually my stomach acid might be weak and my body just says that's too hard to digest. It's going to make me tired, so I'm just not going to do it. And so people start to stay away from, from meats and instead of thinking about strengthening their stomach function to be able to continue to break down nutrients correctly and then they can continue to eat these these meats that have a lot of nutrients for them you know so that's something that very interesting and as you get older into your 50s 60s etc you do want to make sure that you supplement or at least add apple cider vinegar organic apple cider vinegar uh, into your diet or betaine hydrochloride tablets which will stimulate the acidity of the stomach so you have good organ function throughout your life. So that's one thing that'll bring down the stomach organ function and the stomach acidity down is the aging process, right? The other thing is high amounts of stress. Like if you have chronic stress at work, high amounts of stress from something, that'll shut off stomach acid. Because if you think about it, in a stress response, you're in fight or flight mode. Your body is not in rest and digest mode. And all of the supply the you know your blood supply your energy it is going to fight or flight which means i needed to go to different areas to my muscles to my breathing etc to run away from whatever is the threat at this time and it's not time to go and digest food so that's why stomach function actually reduces and the acidity of the stomach reduces under high amounts of stress so in those situations as well it's highly recommended to actually supplement uh, and help your stomach improve the production of acid through apple cider vinegar or the betaine hydrochloride tablets apple cider vinegar it could be anywhere from one to three tablespoons a day diluted in water if you don't like the vinegar taste if you love it you can just sip it direct up to you so uh organic apple cider vinegar right so and you know, it's what i noticed is that for a lot of people it's like they have such relief of these digestive problems and bloating they just feel a lot better, even a lot more energy just by actually improving this, the function of the stomach because it's so important. And the other thing there is is the pathogen thing, right? Like we really want to maintain a good defense, a good, good immune defense against anything that's coming out like bacteria, viruses that's coming into our system and the acidity of the stomach 
uh, will help that, you know. So we've, we've talked about the preventing acid reflux and how it aids in bloating. And those, you know, the antacids, anti-acids or, you know, these medications that are supposed to help us stop uh, acid reflux, they, you have immediate relief, but the problem is that you're shutting off the, the function of the stomach and that's going to cause problems in absorption of nutrients and it's going to cause other problems down the road. I don't really think that's the best solution. I think it turns into a complex solution down the road, even though you have immediate relief. And I've told you the things that we could um, we could consume. And I've told you that as we get older, you know, and also the other thing I've noticed is that some people become vegetarian or vegan and they get rid of meats and they're just like, oh, I just felt so much better. I had my energy back and I just felt like, you know, I wasn't bloated anymore and all this stuff. And I always think, wow, this person has digestive problems because it's not the meat that is bad. It's just that the person has a weak digestive system and potentially needs to actually work on the stomach acid instead of avoiding these foods that actually have important protein profiles and nutrients for us, you know? So yes, you could experience that, but it's like, are you getting at the right root cause of the situation sometimes that is definitely the case that I've seen for the people who get to be vegans or vegetarians because their digestive tract feels a lot better and I'm just like I think that's the wrong why you know let's fix the digestive tract and then you can continue to eat nutrients that are important for your health Um, and the last thing I would say about the stomach is to sometimes like if you're sick sometimes you get food poisoning or you get sick in, in the right in the stomach or in the lower digestive tract and it's important to respect the stomach because it's a very intelligent organ and it's got, you know, like I said, these barriers. So if, if you notice that, like, you're not hungry for, you know, half a day or a day after you get sick, like this kind of food poisoning sick, don't try to force food down. The stomach is very smart and it'll actually make you vomit if you give it food whenever you're, it's trying to repair and, and deal with a, a pathogen. So... You get sick and then you're like, no, 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 I have to eat because it's been five, six, eight hours or something and I should probably eat. But then you eat and then immediately you vomit. That's the stomach telling you, do not pass go. Uh, This is not okay. I'm not ready to handle food. I'm still trying to deal with this pathogen. And usually it's it's a good time to fast and just drink some water and let your digestive tract just deal with it. The stomach function, deal with it. And then usually it clears up in 24 hours and then your appetite naturally comes back. And you can kind of follow that flow because your body's very intelligent when it's dealing with that. And uh, it's, it's a very interesting, very amazing network of, of good bacteria, acidity, and the cell communication that happens in order to protect you from, you know, invading pathogens and just to keep you well. So just, you know, I want to give you a little bit more understanding on how the, the stomach works because it's the first thing we're going to talk about here. And we'll get into the different uh, organ systems in the digestive tract. We'll get into the gallbladder and the small intestine, large intestine, etc. And then we'll put it all together. All right, that's all I have to say this time around. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you know somebody with acid reflux or somebody who could benefit from this information, go ahead and share this podcast with them. And uh, I will see you on the flip side.